Good morning and welcome to the super early morning, super frigid morning edition of Mr. Sal's Podcast Net, Season 3, Episode 23, the week that was for January 24th, 2022. Give a shout out to my daughter for the intro music and some of the music throughout the podcast, I made some of it myself too. We both worked on the iPads with GarageBand. This is craziness, guys. Craziness this week. We had not one, but two two-hour delays. Um, morning temperatures below zero degrees on Thursday. Snow a couple of days. You'd think it was like winter in the northern hemisphere or something like that. Another early one today. It's, this is before 6 o'clock I'm recording this bad boy. Um, it is... Six degrees outside, wind chill factor, negative three. It's even colder on Thursday. It was just negative degrees even without the wind chill. So, we have a big show this week. Student emails to read. Review of happenings of this past week. A preview for a bit of next week. We're going to continue down diverging paths with the classes. We're going to throw in a dad joke. An optional enrichment pro- uh, project. All the while trying to stay warm. As I said on this Arctic-like, frigid Saturday morning, it is so early, I'm actually having caffeine in my coffee. Pause for some of that caffeinated coffee. Very, very good. Uh, Bought it down at the coffee shop in New Brighton. Got it, the whole beans, grinding myself because it's fresher that way, like it that way. One of these days, I have to do the uh, French press edition. Very good way to have coffee. Strong coffee. Got to try the French press. You never had it? Try it. Um, back to the podcast, because there's a lot of ground to cover in this week's episode of Mr. Sal's Podcast and that. We're going to jump right into these topics after I get back on track for my little diverging about coffee. Be more coming up right after this brief musical interlude. back. Hallowed Grounds. Hallowed Grounds is a coffee shop in New Brighton. I always get that one and the one here in Elwood confused by names because, well, I'm old. It happens. But we are back into the podcast and we're going to start off this podcast with a student email of the week. And this week's student email of the week comes from name and period withheld due to student confidentiality. It begins, Mr. Sal, this is not really a class content question, but it is about class. That subject line caught my attention. I have to be truthful with you because I was a bit confused. I hope you don't mind me asking it. Why do you always ask us about the books we're reading and if we like them and what they are about? Well, 
name and period withheld due to student confidentiality. Reason why I ask you guys questions about the books is I really enjoy reading. It's one of my hobbies. And I'm always looking for another great book to add to my reading list. Over the years, not only my friends recommended some excellent books, uh, walking through bookstores and seeing just interesting um, covers on books, found some good books, found some like really not so good books that way too. So you can't judge a book by its cover, as they always say. Um, but I have had I found some decent ones that way. But asking my friends, asking uh, you know family members, checking online with some of the book apps, but also. A number of students, a large number of students, has also recommended some books that became my favorites, uh, such as the Mr. Mercedes from Stephen King. That trilogy of books is a phenomenal trilogy. Uh, one of my former students who's in college now recommended that series, and it has become one of my favorites. Um, little side note, some of the Stephen King books scare me, so I don't read them at night. But uh, that series of books was phenomenal, so I'm always looking to see... What could be my next favorite book? And students are a great resource for those books. In fact, I have a couple of books I've been reading this year, uh, student recommended, that are pretty cool. A couple of trilogies. Uh, some are longer series. Some are just one-off books. So I like getting information. Love reading. So I appreciate the input from students. If you have any book recommendations... That might be uh, actually an idea for an enrichment assignment, not just for the library, but you know, for people that don't want to do audio or video. Just zip me book recommendations. Maybe that'll be something uh, down the road for a small uh, optional enrichment assignment. Remember, you too can submit an email to my school email with the phrase student email of the week in the subject. Place your class question or comment in the body of the email and your email may make the podcast regardless of whether it makes the podcast or not you will get enrichment points for your effort so that takes care of that portion and that was a very good question we're going to get into the class updates next and in all classes we are studying the cold war all classes were also asked to continue reviewing the study stack cold war flashcards and the types of government and economies flashcards too that's an ongoing process with the types of government economies, learning about our government and some civics work inside the U.S. History and Government II class and honors U.S. History and Government II class. So that's an ongoing process. The U.S. II classes, you guys had completed the Ed Puzzle in the Chinese Civil War. That's part of our Cold War unit. You were to submit your notes and you answered questions within the video. Those questions were graded for accuracy. The notes, um, if you followed the note-taking guide that was built in the Ed Puzzle, you got full credit. If you didn't follow the note-taking guide and you just took minimal notes, you didn't get the best grade. After we did that, we completed a free-form writing assignment based upon the Ed Puzzle. Uh, students were asked to write. You, they were allowed to use their notes. They were asked to write about the Chinese Civil War and how it related to the United States. Um, they're given, I think we start out with 10 minutes. Students really got into it, so we went to about 20 minutes. It was an open-ended writing assignment. I have a lot of those graded. So 
Those should be in Schoology. It seemed to go pretty well. We're just working on some different ways, some things I picked up at conferences over the summer. Um, incorporate writing, get them writing, get them getting a little more creative and seeing what they know because uh, we've talked about this in class. Sometimes you guys take not so good notes on paper, but you remember a lot in your head. Sometimes you don't take not so good notes on paper and you don't remember a lot. So we're trying to work through that. Pause for a sip of caffeinated coffee. And uh, so that's what that was about. Got you some points on the Ed Puzzle. Got you some points on the open-ended writing. With the second two-hour delay on Friday, we completed a book it in class for a participation grade. Uh, a couple classes did the straight book it without the being able to finagle points from other classmates then some other classes did the ones where it was competition and you can pull points off other people if you get questions right seems to be we uh, most classes like the ones where you can sabotage other students and pull points off of your classmates so we're going to try and focus on those um, as we move forward play some other review games too as we go through keep things uh, with a little bit of variety Students were also given time in class to work on any incomplete assignments. That's important. Give you guys time every week. If you owe me something, get it turned in. Some of you are getting work turned in, but we'll talk more about that later. Uh, the honors classes, we continued working on a mini project on the Cold War. It was on uh, Cold War topics they were assigned. They chose whether or not they wanted to work with a partner by themselves. Then they were given topics to research. They're using Canva, which is a free web-based tool to create a presentation for their topic. We were working on that this week in class. Things that we discussed, um, the scope of their research, it's kind of a cursory overview. Uh, a couple topics, you have to go a little deeper, but then some of the topics they were going over, just a general overview of what it was, so we have it in context of the Cold War. Um, we discussed how to find images, open source images through the advanced Google image search or Google advanced image search, however you want to type it in. It comes up both ways. Look for Creative Commons sources. Remember, you have to see how you have to cite that source to be able to use the image uh, and find out what kind of permission you have to use the image. We discussed how to use Canva to build their presentation. Students were pretty good. Some students uh, took it upon themselves to work a little bit ahead and they were able to help their classmates out and give advice to the class on using Canva. I appreciated that. It was a very productive week, or at least it seemed like a very productive week. Um, students moving along fairly quickly. We also answered some exit questions as an assignment about the Cold War assignment, just to kind of update, my, update me and see how everyone was doing with their projects. And uh, I got some good feedback from the students, and I hope I was able to comment and give feedback back to the students that helped them. So that project is progressing nicely. I extended it a bit because of the delays, and it's a new topic. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a new tool. Canvas is a new tool, so we're kind of working our way through that. They're getting a feel for that and the content. They have the rubric um, posted. They have everything they need, I think, posted in Schoology, and that's under the class resources. So um, if there's anything else you guys think you need, Zip me a message and I will address it. Now, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, any student who was working in my class was given time in class to make up those assignments, as always. 
Uh, there's no reason for anyone to owe work at this time. A few people did get some work in. I do have a number of students out. So for those of you that are absent, if you'd like to make up some of the class, participa uh, class participation points while at home, it's still not even 6 o'clock. I'm stumbling over my words. If you'd like to make up some of those class particip participation points at home, zip me an email and I'll give you a comparable assignment to complete. We haven't really had any in-class notes this week. It was all um, working off the Ed Puzzle and working from home um, on the project. I did open the Zoom room for students that were at home working with students in class. If they needed to jump in a Zoom room and collaborate on their projects, they were able to. Some of them took it upon themselves to collaborate through the Google Docs, uh, typing live notes on the side and in the doc. That was great. Some kids used FaceTime, which is fine because they were working with their friends at home. So we were able to work on that. If you do need extra help for any reason, remember, I'm available period two. I have study hall period three, so that um, has some availability. Homeroom is also a time. And if um, those times don't fit, please see me, and we'll make an appointment to work out a time that where we can work together and I get you um, straightened out. But one thing I want to address before we get out of this part, and I'm going to get off my soapbox on this. Um, a number of students are not meeting due dates with the work given, even when given time to complete assignments in class, which is every assignment. Coffee pause. Um, I give you guys time in class to work on things. And if it, things take longer, such as the project, even with the Ed Puzzle, I extend the time. But I have a number of students who... Not only are just turning in work late, but they're starting to, they fall behind and they just don't submit it at all. So it's one thing if you lose points for late work, but it's not acceptable when you just don't turn in assignments and take a zero for not doing the work or you have a partial assignment, uh, the assignment partially done, but then you just don't turn it in all the way because it's not completed all the way and you take a zero. If your work isn't completed, still turn it in. Some credit's better than no credit. So I do have to give you guys grades even if you're working, but you have to turn the work in so I have proof that you did the work. Please turn in your assignments. Um, if you need help with the assignments, just ask, and I will help you out with it. So I'm going to get off my soapbox about that. And we're going to take a brief musical interlude, a little musical break. I'll be right back. I need to get some more coffee. We are back. So, as we move forward with the podcast, we will be going into. Oh. The siren sound, I have to play it a little bit lower because it's not even six in the morning. 
We have a new optional enrichment assignment. This assignment revisits the optional enrichment assignment from the second nine weeks, the family traditions slash story core assignment. Interview a family member on audio or video to discuss any of our family, any of your family traditions. These interviews will be uploaded to the internet. People do not need to be on camera. We can use photographs or family items to video as you discuss the topics. The StoryCorps website has questions you can use and I will assist as needed on this project. See me for more details. Those of you that completed the assignment previously, you can still do it again this nine weeks, but you must interview someone else or talk about a different family tradition. You just can't use the same interview from previous nine weeks again this nine weeks. See me for more details. This optional enrichment assignment will be open until the end of week seven of the third nine weeks. That date is pending. I will give you a specific date as we move through the third nine weeks. With the, um, with the delays and possible threat of cancellations or FID days, uh, the flexible instructional days won't affect the school calendar. Those days make a, like we cannot be in school, but you still get credit for the day. Uh, but just wait, holding out a bit because I don't know when the, the cutoff will be because the schedule, the class or school calendar could change. Pardon my stumbling this early in the morning. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming, which takes us to your favorite part of the podcast and mine, the dad joke of the week. This week's Dad Joke of the Week, once again, is courtesy of bestlife.com. What do scholars eat when they are hungry, or I should say when we are hungry? Academia nuts. Get it? Academia nuts. Man, rough crowd, rough crowd down here in the family room. Regular U.S. classes will continue. We're going into next week's preview. Regular classes will continue into the Cold War. Probably going to do some notes or some reading and taking notes. Honors U.S. 2 classes, you guys, Yin's guys will continue working on your Cold War Canva project. Then we'll show them to the class. You will be able to learn from your classmates' presentations by taking notes up. Work with you on what to focus on. Get into some short school announcements. Um, some students asked about work they needed to do for the graduation requirement, community service and stuff. Please see guidance for that information. Uh, we have switched the digital hall pass. That is an ongoing thing. It's gone school-wide. Remember, scan the QR code in your class. When you leave, fill out the form on Google. I think it's like a drop-down menu. And then when you come back into class, scan the QR code again. This replaces the paper sign-out sheet and paper hall passes. Check out the What's Up New Brighton Internet Show. It's an informative and fun um, internet show. It is a club I sponsor. We're working on our winter activity episode now. If you have any questions, um, if you do a winter activity and want to be a part of the show, let me know, let the students know, and we'll go from there. 
I will be right back. I'm going to check out some technical difficulties I'm having and be right back with you guys. see if that worked or not here so i'm getting ready to wrap up the podcast and as i always get ready to wrap up the podcast i want to mention several things i'm going to add a third thing in first for those of you that are out in this weather winter weather 511 dot is it com or dot org let me check 511pa.com, it gives you an updated live weather map of Pennsylvania, along with road conditions and traffic cameras. Do not use it while you're driving. Pull over to the side of the road because you don't want to be on your phone looking at your phone while you're driving. Give it to your co-pilot or navigator to look at, or first mate or whomever is in the car with you. But if you're driving, don't use that app live. 511pa.com has uh, live traffic cam so you can see what the roads are like. I use it a lot when in this winter weather. Um, you can see if the roads are covered or not. You can check where the plows are in your area. It's a great website to use in the winter to get updates on driving conditions. So that's a little seasonal thing. Then we're going to get into uh, the fact that this podcast is mine um not being greedy or just saying that the ideas jokes comments on this podcast are my own not those of any other entity or organization if you get mad at something please don't blame them if you like something they don't get the credit i do i get the blame i get the credit that's okay Um, constructive criticism is fine to send my way through my email you guys have that second I'm always talking about these two organizations do a lot of good for others. P-A-E-C-T, the Pennsylvania Association for Educational Communications and Technology. If you're an educational stakeholder, check out paect.org to see what's going on in educational technology around Pennsylvania, the United States, and the globe. Join thousands of educational stakeholders to network and help strengthen the use of best practices in educational technology today. In fact, a lot of the ideas I use in my class and... Um, you know, assignments, things of that nature I've gotten from people in my network at PAECT. Speaking of PAECT, check out the PAECT pod, a live stream and podcast where we discuss current events going on in PAECT. We interview interesting guests, share best practices, tech tools to use in an educational setting, websites, and just general ideas as to what people are doing with their students and things that help out in education. The PAACT pod can be found on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and anywhere you find great podcasts. PAACT, we are the voice of EdTech in PA and beyond. The second is 211.org. You can dial 211 or on any phone, smartphone, old school landline, uh, flip phone, any phone that connects to the outside world, or go to 211.org, 
on any computer or smartphone to find local social services in your area of the United States and most of Canada. If you're an individual or family in need, please reach out to this fantastic resource for help. That is 211 on any phone or 211.org. That wraps up this week's show. Have a great rest of your weekend. I will see you Monday in class. Today I made the bad choice of signing up for a Girl Scout event with um, the troop I help lead to go tubing closer to Erie. It is going to be cold. It is going to be frigid. I may just sit in my car and sip hot chocolate because I am old and I don't like bitterly cold temperatures, but I signed up so I have to go. I want to thank my daughter for the theme music and the chill music uh, for the interludes. You guys stay warm, stay safe. Have a great rest of the weekend. I will see you Monday in class. Have a good one, everybody.